All right, welcome to This Is The Place, brought to you by We Own This Town, where we discuss the ever-growing and shrinking bar and restaurant options here in Nashville, Tennessee. We are all here today. My name is Matt Meeks. Co-host with me is Michael Leeds, hello, uh, proprietor of We Own This Town, and founder of the podcast <laughs> this is the place thank um, parks hello how are you what's going on guys full room today it's a group it is it is so we've been well i can't say we've been slacking this summer some of us have been very busy but we've uh had taking our time doing, yes, doing I, I have a valid excuse you have a very valid excuse <laughs> one, you one, uh yeah yes i was on vacation for two weeks as well yes, a honeymoon and, 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 oh, and, and there was a lot of Pre-planning, it yes. was not yes. only the vacation, but of course the wedding. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so I don't lot, know what, what you two on. are up to. I but man, not that. Congratulations! Oh, by thank the you, way. thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I don't have a good excuse except I'm being like slacking. I just slacker, summer slacker, kind of. Yeah. when it comes to summertime, I got this feeling to, that uh, as uh, as we resume back to normal times, uh, we're also just getting very busy. Like, yeah, we're readjusting to like, oh yeah, life has all these requirements i'll have to agree <laughs> that that is definitely the case yeah definitely but so we're, we're here now we're here we now are. it's good we're to be here together now. it's great and it's good to see everybody so let's get right into it i don't have a lot i mean i can talk about one new thing briefly that i haven't been to yet uh we were discussing it a minute ago and that is a new bagel place in midtown called H&S Bagels. Ew. And I, when I first heard about it, I was very excited about it. But apparently the logistics of getting a bagel at this place is not easy unless you are already in Midtown or, and maybe at a hotel or uh, you, near you, this place. You, you live there or you're stumbling you around from the night before hanging out because you're mm-hmm. a tourist or what have you. Mm-hmm. But um, it is not uh, the easiest place to get into. And so there's quite a line. It is. Uh, so I, one of the things that I always, always loved to do when I would go up to New York was just get uh, a, a good bagel at uh, any sort of corner store mm-hmm. uh, breakfast mm-hmm. place. Get that New York water. Got the New York water. Mm-hmm. So Hector Sanchez, who is a New Jersey native who's lived down here for quite a while, decided to... He used to, back in his uh, glory days when he was younger, worked at one of those places and would hand roll bagels. And he moved back down, uh, moved here. And I don't know what he did here for a long time, but it wasn't uh, making bagels. But he decided to do what he loved, what his passion was, and open a bagel shop. However, the thing is, like Michael mentioned, it's all in the water. All in that's the what water. They say. That's, that's what they, what they say. say. I don't know. And maybe it's just one of those things. And when you're in New York, you just feel like you're eating the best bagel. But, you know, I'm sure there are amazing bagels in other places. If you do a blind taste test somewhere, would you really be able to say, like, oh, this is the New York bagel? I don't know. Well, during the, uh, you know, the pandemic, I learned how to make my own bagels at home. So, okay. Did you get water from New York? I did not, but I did get instruction from someone from New York, and it was pretty incredible. I mean, and pretty rewarding to make your own bagel at home, and it's a quick recipe. The thing that intrigues me is that, so in order to best replicate what a bagel, uh, New York bagel, uh, could taste like, 
is that this uh, proprietor purchased this water filtration system. And so it is, he puts uh, the dough in this uh, rotating tray uh, that's a four-stage water filtration system that simulates New York water. No, man, I'm in. No. That's <laughs> okay. That's the hook. I will I will forego the line. I will do whatever I have to do to get the, to see what this is all about. I and mean, I'll, I'll, I'll and do that. when I saw that, I was like, I, I, I'm going. Yeah. Uh, so it just opened not too long ago, maybe within the last month, yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's pretty new. new. And like we said, some are slacking. I haven't made it yet. But it, I, I. It'll be a journey to get there. But I'll, I'll be go check it out. Because uh, yeah. you can't DoorDash that. You uh, have to get it and eat it immediately, I think, yeah, or you're well, going to... Well, the line, I don't... Yeah, I guess I imagine so. Um, I did show up. I, I went. I try, attempted a couple of times to go, and it was on a weekend, so it was very busy. <laughs> it was probably 10.30ish or so, and we're talking like there are two entrances, and I, I walked in one entrance. Well, there's one entrance. I walked in the exit. And they're like, no, no, the line's over there. I mean, and it was a line of people, and they mm-hmm. were just waiting for their bagel. So I go back around, and it was a pretty long line. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, I gotta taste what a, you know, I remember New York bagels, but we'll see. It is kind of a no man's land over there for a bagel. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like, well, you, there's so many bars and like there's, lunch spots, yeah, Broadway yeah. brew house, losers, kung fu saloon, like. Not places that you're going to just grab a early bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and parking was limited. I mean, there was no parking over there, so you're gonna have to either park in the Sky House building. I think it's called the Sky yep. House. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you park there and you go in. I don't know if they validate or whatever, but um, I would also uh, love a compare and contrast between Shep's Delicatessen on the East Side, which is supposedly like a really great bagel place as well, mm-hmm. yeah. with H and S. Maybe we do a bagel well, episode. Well, well. well we- Chefs, H and S, and then um, there's that one over by Belmont, Park, right? Silver oh, Park. Yeah, remember the the You're one talking in, about Star Bagel? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that, that around? Yeah, they're still around. I also think the proprietor of that might be crazy. I'm oh, just oh, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I need to back that up first. Maybe I'll cut that. But yeah. uh, but but yeah, but I mean that's the only other place that I I could remember. You know, because what about Proper Bagel over yeah. by Belmont? Ah, uh, that was the continue. I did go there, yeah. and that was. Amazing. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's time. Yes, the bagel, the bagel off is going to happen. I'll bring and bagels next time. We will make it so. I'll bring bagels next time, and we'll see how Let's it goes. Do it. Yeah, um, I love it. I I googled star bagel controversy just to <laughs> yeah. make myself feel a little better, <laughs> and the <laughs> second result is a Reddit thread. Not exactly trustworthy journalism, but a Reddit thread with the title: "I regret to inform you that Star Bagel is a QAnon bagel shop." So, so we, we should go to Hatworks. Yeah, yeah, oh. and then. Yeah. Go eat, yeah. Get a hat and get some bagels. And yeah. Then go to the bagel. So not, you know, uh, this is just something I read on Reddit. This isn't okay. a disparaging comment that right. I'm throwing out anywhere. I but uh, maybe so. go to Proper Bagel, Sheps, or H and S. Yeah. Maybe. We'll yeah. stick we'll, to those yeah. places. We'll do that. We'll give them. Through. Well, they're the newest, the newest places. We'll see what. what yeah. Uh, Old to. Nashville, get out of here. Yeah. We're <laughs> talking about. Hey, and hey. even make bagels back then. <laughs> really? God, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know. So yeah. 
Well, well I mean, we can throw a, we can throw a Panera in there just for like a baseline oh, for a baseline. Okay. I when I lived on West End, I I was I, I was a special member. I got free bagels there. Wow. They gave me a mug. Really? The employees love did. Wow. I love to hear it. Yeah. And then they just opened up. So yeah, I ate a lot of bagels there. So bagels, breakfast, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of similar. I've been out and about like on the east side and was. You know, I, I was uh, hungry for an omelet, mm-hmm. so I, I, I had an amazing omelet at Van Dyke's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. We were talking just the other day. We were talking about uh, omelets and how you know with breakfast, it's always nice to have a little salad. Oh, right. Yeah. And I think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's incredible. So I mean, yeah, you mean yeah. like just uh, a parsley salad on the no. side of the omelet that you just like looking at? Or Don't look at me you, for this question. No, no. Or, or or one do you he like? Knows. To eat? He, he's a he's a vegetarian. He knows. But basically, it's like this morning salad. I guess it's like okay. a a spring mix with mm-hmm. uh, a vinaigrette dressing. Okay. So are you saying Van Dyke had this with their they omelet? did they did uh, I ordered my omelet and this bowl arrived. And I was like, this bowl of salad. I was like, where's the omelet? And it was just underneath the bed of greens. And it was mm. amazing. It was really good. It was underneath the bed of greens? That's, it was in a bowl. I don't know how so, I feel yes. about that. <laughs> well, I mean, you want it on, your, on the side. Yeah. But if you've not had the opportunity to have an omelet and a side salad, you should do that. Is, it's is, not even a side salad. Is breakfast new there? I would assume if, it was, as a it was, bed and breakfast is probably not okay, new. It, right? was, it was brunch. Okay. No, was, I just I, I, it, I wasn't aware. I know of their pizza it, that it they was, serve, yes. and but. they they did have that on the menu as well too. Because when huh. I sat down, I was a little concerned. I was like, because everybody had a slice of focaccia with some marinara on it, and it was like every there were like ten people at the bar, and everyone had one of those. And I was like, oh, okay, it's too early for pizza. But um, but I did have that. Um, and I continued on up the road. I had brunch another time over there at Treehouse because trying to revisit some of the places that we've been, mm-hmm. just trying to see where folks are, the reopening, or what have you. Um, and Treehouse, I also had a pretty incredible breakfast. Yeah. So did they kind? Of, I don't know what the word is. They didn't renovate really, but did they kind of restructure Treehouse? What they were about. Yeah, Treehouse. It looked it looked about the same. Okay. I, I'd never. I've only been there uh, during the week. They they open up at five p.m. You know, and they do brunch on the weekends on Saturday and Sunday. And I happened to be there for brunch, and I was able to get in. I got in, and again, I had an incredible omelet along with a side of it was spring salad. No, 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 no. It was better though. Grits? No, no, no. Close, close. Right, let, him, let, it, let him figure it out. He don't help him. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. No, it's a grain, and I'm totally blanking on the grain. Well, quinoa? Yes, quinoa and bing, asparagus. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> quinoa and asparagus. No, that's good. That's bacon. a good combo. No, Sli- I do like that. Slice of bacon, an omelet, quinoa and asparagus. Mm. But who knew you could have that for breakfast? I know about the quinoa because that's my whole breakfast. Oh, mm-hmm. well, my cereal idea will talk the time I can't put that out there. But okay. it was amazing. I mean, and a, and a slice of bacon. And it wasn't Benton's the bacon. The Benton. Yeah. It was not. It's a lot of places. It was another bacon. But I'm, I'm, I'm finding out there's a variety of bacon out there now. But it was amazing. So mm-hmm. I guess you could say I, I did a little brunch on the east side. You know? nice. Michael, any breakfast places that you want to uh, talk about? Man, I thought we were doing openings or, and closings, and we've just oh, pivoted yeah. hard. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my breakfast. Bad. Well, the yeah. opening, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, the opening closings. Uh, but another breakfast place is Nadine's on the, if you have to be in Hermitage. 
for some reason that is a place to go interesting no never heard of nadine's at all it's like elevated american cuisine that's what they call it and uh for folks that live out that way i mean i was recommended by um doyle davis of grimy's he's like hey man if you're out in that area you should check this place out and come to find out a lot of people know about it but it's great stuff man oh yes i recall now this is part of your quest for the perfect breakfast that's what or a a, a breakfast yeah but uh, that was good it was very uh it's more of a if you have a hangover kind of place uh and also the foundry right didn't you go there for breakfast yes yes that was another experience this is a whole new segment yeah well quest for the perfect breakfast well we kind of start with a little coffee and what have you know i i kind of is that how we should structure the show is breakfast lunch and dinner there was you you think oh my god is it an early episode we have just (laughs) (laughs) well the thing is uh, that we had talked about trying to go back to what we initially did early on in episodes Mm -hmm. and that was talking about openings and closings but really talking about maybe um a good coffee place Mm -hmm. or a good beverage place and i was gonna talk right now about uh some beverages if that's okay oh yeah let's talk about that there's no structure to this yeah Yeah, let's do this all right so uh we all know and love lovebird jackalope Yes. Brewery. Yes, sure. yes. Sure, sure. So they've been doing their Lovebird seasonal wheat beer for several years now. And it's. I think the season for Lovebird has expanded because uh, it's so popular. It used to be only like a three, four month thing, but you can get it most of the year now. They still say it's seasonal, but I you think you get it anytime. Yeah. Um, but they did start, I think they maybe did it last year, but I think uh, they're really pushing on this year their Shapeshifter series. And it is kind of different takes on the lovebird so they have a couple of different beers so there was of course the lovebird and then they had it's not available anymore it was only available kind of spring early summer the blissful bluebird so so lovebird to go back for people who don't know what it is is it's a wheat beer with strawberry and blueberry kind of flavors right very very just hints of those it's not overbearing it really just tastes like a nice clean lager wheat wheatish type beer that's very easy to drink uh, when you're outside at a bar it's perfect for summer perfect or on your porch yes uh so they released a blissful bluebird which uh, was around for a while like i said it's not around anymore and that had the uh, aforementioned like wheat, but also had blackberry to it. Uh, currently, what they have is something called the sultry seagull, and it is the wheat, strawberry, raspberry, and then lemon. And I had that recently, and you can get it at the tap room. I think you can get it at a, uh, certain establishments, and it is a fantastic summer beer it's it, really good it's Re- not like a shanty or anything like that no 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 no, no. It, it, it's it's not it's not a shanty really but um I those mean, ingredients sound uh i don't know hesitant for a beer but well but see, have you, so that's the thing talk to me about but have this. you had lovebird though uh, I'm not. I'm not a big Hefeweizen fan. Not a big wheat beer fan. Uh, yeah, I, mm, it's got a weird taste to it. A banana-y um, taste to it, it as a base. It, uh, now you're adding raspberries and lemon well, in there. I mean, we'll have to bring some. We'll have you have some. I gotta, gotta I think if you refer back to like Yazoo's Hefe, then yes, that is quintessential kind of wheat banana tasty mm-hmm. type of. This beer is different. This is a little different. Yeah. 
I'm not going to say it doesn't have certain elements, but I, you really don't taste the banana element uh, of hmm. uh, Hef okay. um, that you do in other beers uh, like you do. It's not in the Lovebird. Interesting. And so, like I said, it's these hints of, of flavor. Like they say strawberry, but I, I like I barely like I have to think hard about it to be like, oh, yeah. There is a strawberry flavor to it. Interesting. Um, it's not overbearing at all. It's a very, very light. It, it's light. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and and that's how all these are. So the sultry seagull, like I said, just it, it adds lemon to it. So it has a little bit more of this uh, tart tartness to it. Kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a sour, but it's a very easy drinking summer beer, which I've enjoyed. And they also have the crooning crane, which just came out uh, at the beginning of July and have not had that yet. But that has the wheat, but also it has uh, key lime and graham cracker crust flavor in it. Um, so we'll mm. see about that. <laughs> no, we'll see about that. No, I, I, no. I, I, I have not had that yet. I can't vouch for it. I, but I'm grumpy. No. I mean, I how know. is that any different than the other weird ingredients? <laughs> let's I mean, just, I mean let's it's, give it's, it a try. Let's give I mean, it a try, I, I, Mickey. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Well, I, I, I don't know. Have you had the bourbon that has peanut butter in it? The peanut butter bourbon? No, I can't no. say that I have. No. It's a thing. I, I, I'm, I wish does I Does it have the consistency of peanut butter? It does not. It does not. But if you like peanut butter and bourbon, it's the thing. Okay. And I wish I could remember the name of it, but I guess I'm mostly trying to forget it. That doesn't um, sound appealing to me at all. Uh, it's a thing. You know, it's they a have thing. a key lime like LaCroix, and I was I would have thought, <laughs> oh, gross. I don't want yeah. that. It's pretty but, good. But, yeah. It's okay, pretty good. There you go. What's the difference there between that and all the other flavors they have? I mean, I'm drinking a hibiscus right now. Wouldn't oh, think that would be good. Oh. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Don't so, knock the sultry seagull, man. Not, you're no, right. I mean, it, you're maybe, right. Maybe it's the name, sultry seagull, and what was oh, the? I other love one? the name. Crooning crane. The crooning crane. So, mm. looking at the yeah. whole series on their site in the Shapeshifter series, there's the snowbird. Yeah, which that's a stout, and I, I just well established among friends that I do not like stout, so I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I'm not going to drink that. Uh, blissful, blissful bluebird, uh, sultry seagull, crooning crane, brew walker, which I think is that. Standard? That's one of the standard ones, yes. and then Chairwalker, which is I think a, a you know part of this shapeshifter. I think the shapeshifter means we take one of our base beers yes. and, and then do something exactly. special with it. So yes. that's not part of Lovebird, but no, no, no yeah. No, no. So it's just these four: Snowbird, Blissful Bluebird, Sultry Seagull, Crooning Crane. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. cool lineup of names. It's, I like they're, they're very different, and I, I like the whole shapeshifter yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's cool. I mean, reminds me of some Stephen King. Well, yeah, Novel, it reminds me know. of New Mexico. So, yeah. I don't know what that means at all. But uh, a lot Ameri- of shapeshifters out in yeah, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, dude. You don't want to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's anyway. probably a couple X-Files episodes. I was just <laughs> okay, about to say <laughs> something about X-Files. Okay. Yeah. So openings, closing? Is there I, I, anything that's open? I don't think. Closing? I mean, so I, I did want to mention a really interesting opening slash closing okay. or closing slash opening uh, that I just found fascinating uh, for a number of reasons. One, the closing part of it is PM. You might know PM oh, over yes, on Belmont. Sure. I haven't uh, been there in years. Yeah, you but... haven't been there in a long time. I think anyone that goes to Belmont probably goes there regularly. Yeah. It's yeah. closing. Okay. So the, the Mint family is going to focus on International Market 2. 
They are reopening the international market. Oh, I know where you're going with this. They're, they're yes. refocusing their efforts on that. So they're closing PM down, which is, you know, I don't know how long it's been open. It was open, like 20 It'll, years or something. Yeah, I was going to say uh, minimum, minimum of 15 years. I remember going there quite a bit and enjoying yeah. myself yeah. there. I don't go there anymore, but that doesn't mean that it's right. bad. I just sort of grew out of it, I guess. But it's gone. And what's reopening in its place which i think is incredible is the athens greek diner that was on 8th avenue and got pushed out by their Mm, terrible landlords and developers and they were just left without a home like they were late on their mortgage i think for like or their rent for like two weeks or something and the they were like oh you broke your lease you're out like no sympathy during covid like really crazy scenario and they're going to be taking over the pm spot which frankly is a better spot oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah i like i don't know if they're going to be 24 hour or just super late night but we're across the street from a college yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. I'm really excited for them. I, Did you ever eat there, like walk from your house down there? I, I have eaten uh, there, yeah. usually in a drunken fit. Right. Well, that's, you know? I mean, that, I, that's that's why they they stay up until 2 a.m., right? right? Yeah. I've also eaten there sober. Don't recommend it. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but that's just yeah. a personal, no, that's, uh, that's yeah. an opinion, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they will do swimmingly at Belmont they, University, right outside Belmont I University. I think they will. I'm really excited for them. Like, honestly, wish them really well. I'm excited for all the parties involved because I think focusing on international market too is very cool for the yeah. Mint family. And I think it's great that Athens is kind of getting a second chance after being treated poorly. Yeah. And, oh, that's great. You know, college kids are gonna love it. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Fantastic. Talk about omelets. Yeah, they I got an omelet. <laughs> Put some feta out. cheese in there. I've been there. Yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, <laughs> just like that, you're good to go. You know, there's still there's still a coffee shop over there too. You know, I was driving through uh, Belmont just the other day, just seeing what's still there. The continual construction. I mean, it's a cafe. Uh, it's like uh, part of the Fido empire, yeah, right? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was one of the originals. I mean, there are only like a couple. Mm-hmm. So you got the coffee shop and there are a couple other restaurants over there. Are you talking and about Bongo? T- yeah, Bongo. Yeah, Bongo. Java. Oh, yeah, okay. we're talking about yeah. Bongo. That is the one. Yeah, yeah. That's but, the um, original, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's None bun. Yeah. Openings, closing. Did anyone see the, you know, Elliston Soda Shop is back? Well, we've talked about that you sort of about uh, on Did an you episode. Pop in? About Has anyone been no. to saying like we don't care about it? Yeah, basically, it, it, there's still it's still a part of like Nashville. It was the whole debate about you know? the whole rock block. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. the ever changing rock block. It's well, and it true. didn't change for a long time, and now it's changing. I mean, is quickly. There's still rock there. This well, this was a controversial topic because, in my opinion, I, I like the rock block, but it kind of needs something to revive it. Wow. It's not yeah. in a good place. Gotcha. You know? And I hope the Exit Inn survives the new ownership. We'll see. Well, I saw that they just bought building next to it, I think. Or well, the two buildings The two buildings something? are owned by the same people. Yeah. So, like, oh, okay. the, that, that, that to-go, like, bar that's connected to Exit Inn is the same gotcha. property yeah. as Exit Inn. Yeah. So they did sell both of those things mm-hmm. you know yeah. we'll see we'll see how that story develops but you know in general i think it's maybe a good thing that elliston soda shop did a renovation and reopened i i can't remember if they have like live music there now uh, or something I which would be the be worst thing in the world but i mean i think they're going to be able to uh accommodate the steady stream of tours now mm-hmm. that will go there totally different thing but i just i, I think I just, that's just a good something thing. i noticed i haven't been there don't, don't i haven't been there in a while it was, but i know you know like, 
more recently. I feel like Elliston was a place for locals for a long time, like cool vintage shops and like a great Cafe Coco forever yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Exit in, mm-hmm. the end, uh, Obie's. Yeah. Obie's is still there. Samurai. Yeah, yeah. All those, uh, yeah. Like the yeah. great, cool local spots. But I don't think that that's the case anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that it's changed and mm-hmm. it needs it needs new life injected into it. That doesn't mean get rid of the exit in. You're it right. It just means just something. something. Yeah, because West End in general is kind of that feel. Yeah. Something's going, it's not the same as it used to be. It's just not. Yeah. It's not a destination to eat or anything. There's just, it's not. A lot of people are moving in that area because surprisingly it's become affordable for yeah. folks that are new to town. That's what's very surprising. Yeah, it's changed. Okay. But um, there is a place that's uh, closing that some folks know about that was new to me, but they're currently still open and they may be for a while. It's an Italian place in Madison called Smeraldo's. Yeah, that's the name. A, a chef in town recommended it, you know, because, you know, chefs are adventurous. They like to do various different things. And I had to I had to go. So I went and I saw the place and it was like stepping back in time. The building itself, I guess, has been up for sale for a long time. Come to find that out a little bit later on. And... It's owned by two brothers. They're Italian. It's an Italian restaurant. The building, I guess it has some connection or history with the Grand Ole Opry back in the day or what have you. Hmm. And the place, they've had the place for about 30 years and did not change a thing when they bought it. I believe it. So it's like a true step back in time. I, I'm talking. But you, you went there. I went. I went. I went more than once because I had to see what you this went was more all about. than once. Maybe, maybe twice. Okay. All right. But 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 you're walking in and you walk in. You see the red door and you see like they got mirrored panels on the wall and carpet on a bar that that was upstairs. And you go downstairs into the establishment to the left and it's like 1967 again. Okay. It's pretty killer. It'd be a great place for a party. Right. You know. And um, they've got the booze, but they've not changed anything. There's a little stage in the corner where I imagine performances happened back in the day. Uh-huh. Or you still have pool tables? Yes, there's a pool table there. Uh, there's a bar. Uh, like I said, I think it would be a great place for a party. The food was okay. The family themselves, they, they were very just chilled. It was, it's just two guys. <laughs> it, it could be almost like, uh, I don't know if it's a, was it Big Night Out? The, the movie with Stanley Tucci. Oh, Tucci. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like that or what, but they, they're, they're working on retiring, both of them. But I'd say it's something to go. If you want to see some nostalgic Nashville, I would go for that reason. And they seem to be open every day at 4 p.m. Okay. Every day. And you may be the only person in there, but it will be a true experience. And it's a it's a piece of old Nashville that you can still get in on while it's around. Yeah, yeah. And there's not a lot of that around, okay. I don't think. So. so do they own the building and they just are waiting for somebody to buy it sort of thing? Or, uh, they, they, or they, just... they own it. Mm-hmm. They own it. And it's been up for sale. As I continue to talk to people about the place, folks are like, oh, yeah, I know that place. Yeah. It, the, it, the price. Whoa. And this was, uh, they're like, it, they want way too much. But well, I don't know. They've don't been know. doing give this for a while. Give it a couple more well, it's year a, or two it, it's in this in town, Madison, and then yeah. they might get the price they want. Well, it was between the Bowling Alley, that Bowling Alley the brand that was new. there. No, no, oh, no. no. We're in Madison. It, it was old. And a seedy motel. So the motel is gone. Bowling Alley is closed, and I think they're working on constructing something and then after that mm-hmm. it's car dealerships until you get to Rivergate. I mean at the very least you got to drive by this thing. You, you got to go you got to go incredible. In. I mean we're talking like uh yeah. it would be a night out. I mean it looked like in the old days some they'd pull up 
the limo would pull mm-hmm. up. They'd get out and go in through the side door. They've got cam- Back, They've got cameras everywhere. In 1980, know? that was the uh, prom place to go for if you had a high school. That that, that, that very possibly that could be the case. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting. It was it's something to do if you need to go do something on a Sunday afternoon. I'd say check it out. Be fun. All right, but um, they're closing at some point. Openings and closings. I thought the wild cow had closed, but nope. they just moved. It's true. Better space, much yes. better space since they moved. Something else has moved in there. Yeah, what is that? It is the Eastwood Deli Company, and it is fantastic. Very good. If you live in the neighborhood, um, it's just it's a community-minded deli. Uh, you can get smoked and cured meat, uncured meat. You can also get cheeses. You can get family meals to go, soups and what have you. But they have some amazing sandwiches on the menu as well, too. Tell me about them. Have you seen it, Matt, or did you know about it? Well, I'd, I'd heard that uh, Wild Cow closed, and I didn't realize that they didn't close, that they just moved, and something else was moving in that air, into that place. I've not been there yet, but it looks really good. It well, looks good. I love a good deli. are very good. I had the uh, Chapel Avenue chicken sandwich, blackened chicken breast. It was amazing it was really good because i mean it's a chicken sandwich You're like what can they do i'm not exactly sure what they did but it was amazing it was really good so it looks like it will be missed um, by the time this comes out but it looks like they're having a comedy night no whoa at uh, eastwood yep well okay no. eastwood deli join us for our first ever comedy night friday july 16th featuring six comedians beer food and laughs if you missed that i'd go for the food i don't know about that <laughs> You know, that's cool. I, I will say, I recently found myself in, at a pop-up comedy performance. Yeah, just like walking. I was walking around New Orleans, went into a brewery, and they're like, "Hey, come in the back. There's a comedy show." And my gut reaction was, "No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what I've been too. But I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, so got a beer, went in the back." Pretty funny. That's yeah, nice. Pretty that, funny. So, you know, I think we all have hesitation over maybe going to a comedy show at a deli. Right. Uh, maybe give it a shot. Yeah. Maybe not this one because we all missed yeah, it. I mean, but, well, yeah. it's something to try. But I'd go for the food and stay for the laugh. Oh, oh, nailed there it. There it is. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on their uh, Instagram account. <laughs> yes. But uh, okay. but at the time, though, they're only open until 3 p.m. So And they were, you know, I talked to them a little bit, and they were trying to see what the schedule was going to be and how they're going to do it. Uh-huh. They have a great to-go system. They have it down. So if you if you want to grab and go, just order online and go and pick it up. They'll even bring it cool. out to the curb for you. Great. But check it out, Matt. It's very good. I will. Rose Pepper is still there. I mean, I kind of looked in there. Should we all talk about there. how much Rose Pepper sucks? <sighs> Wow. Okay. So uh, I had a friend uh, the other whoa. day that yeah. went there because for some reason they had somebody else that wanted to go. Like they were like, haven't been been there in years. We'll try it out again. And they were literally brought to them rancid guacamole. Like it was brown. And they were like, uh, mm. this is clearly, clearly not edible guacamole. And she, and they think that they took it back, literally flipped it over, and gave it back to him. I'm not saying that happened. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, Hmm. um, wow. I was not prepared for this. Well, I mean that that that's a lot. That I know you like controversy, and that is very controversial. (laughs) But um, but again, like with your favorite bands, you remember when you broke up with them? uh, Along the same lines, they were never my favorite band. But no, but 
a lot of people, maybe including myself, it was. I guess it was more of a social thing. If I it think was about the, the first food, thing the that opened, was not, it, it was. I mean, it was the very first restaurant to open in that area. Yeah, yeah. It was the we, first. Went a lot and with friends when and you. we lived over there in that time, and there were very few options, and they were like, "Okay, you'll go there." Yeah, I mean, it was. It's definitely a neighborhood favorite for sure. Yeah, I don't think. Is it a neighborhood favorite, or uh, is it, no, it, at this point? Let me use a different not, word. Let me use a different word. Beloved. Yes, beloved. But that doesn't mean it's because good. of the witty sign. Well, that, that, that doesn't hurt. Well, the sign. We'll go with the sign. I, they did a lot. They helped to lift it up a lot of people. But it reminds me of uh, Sacco and that whole thing. So either you is do Rose or you don't. Pepper the Sacco of the East Side? Oh, oh. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we're going to talk I about I mean, the thing is, they drive, they drive by there Thursday through Saturday, and there's a line out the door every, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. But, they've got great drinks. Um, and that's, <laughs> I think, maybe their calling card is margaritas. But, you know, I went there a couple times when they first opened. I was like, eh. Just tried me. it again five years later. Eh, it's I won't call it the Satco of the East Side, but I will call it the Los Palmas of the East Side. And oh, whoa! Uh, okay, it's, it's 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 not bad. I have a, a huge affinity for Los Palmas. It is a, but it's a right. down the middle yeah. place sure. to get rice and beans and a maybe a fajita. Well, well, you know, changed, like Los Palmas has changed so much over the years. Well, let's talk about our golden era then. Yeah, of they, Los they no longer have chili Colorado on the menu. That's true. I just, I feel like it's that same, like, rose pepper serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it isn't, like, highly elevated, refined dining. Obviously, we're getting into a zone now where there's, if they're serving rancid food, that's problematic. Yes. But in general, I think the the idea is it's just a comfortable place. Right. Well, and your statement is it's a okay neighborhood restaurant. Correct. And I would say maybe it's only a tourist destination at this point. Are, that's fair. Are tourists going there? I, I think, would so. think so. Yes. Yeah, almost, the, I, I, that yes. whole strip, the, 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 you the, know? The amount of Airbnbs that are right, bare, ah, right by there Good and, point. Good and point. Uh, groups of Good point. people that I've seen walking and hanging out. I, I, I just, Look, I you're gonna, you want some I, Jenny's ice cream? Go to Rose Pepper first, then you walk on you over know. to Jenny's, yeah, or you go it, yeah. get a Five Daughters donut. True. Like that right. whole strip. True. True, I mean, true. there's there's stuff. I think Gray's is good for locals. I think that coffee shop there is good for locals. Ugly mugs. I love ugly, ugly mugs. mugs. I, I think Two Tin Jack is great. There's a. It's not. Really? No, not yeah. a fan of ugly mugs. It's Five not, Daughters is great. It's but, not a um, one stop shop. It, right. It's both. I yeah. think it's serving both. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. Sorry about the sidebar. No. 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 You. You speak the truth. Well, love it when Matt. That's what we're here for. He drops some. Drops a hammer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Wow. Don't know where to go from. All right. Okay. Well, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm Michael. Yeah, I'm looking at you. What yeah. you got uh, for, for just like a random anything? fact about yeah. food? Yeah, I can tell you about a place I went to yeah. somewhat recently, mm-hmm. pre pre marriage. This is when I was before I was a married man. Okay, I checked out a new bar. Uh, <laughs> you will maybe both of you will remember this uh, place called Tin Dog Tavern. Oh yes. yeah, I had oh, yes. one our yes. South Side uh, dive Diner. bar yes. crawl. Yes. Won our hearts. Um, it won our hearts, but was a disgusting place, <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt, I think we all <laughs> agreed. Uh, at least I, I think it was. I believe, uh, it was yeah. the worst bathroom I think I've yeah. seen. In yeah, decades. there were some. Well, Tin Dog is not there anymore. Yeah, um, and over the last year pretty much through the pandemic whenever i would drive by it i would see that they were doing renovations and there's slowly and surely they've 
they took out, they changed the windows out, they painted the exterior, they redid the porch, they've really renovated the space. Gussied it up a little bit. Yeah, um, and it's called Lucky's Three Star Bar now. Just three stars? Just three stars. That sounds like a great bar. Which, you know, is a little, uh, you know, self-deprecating. I like that. I like that. Uh, Set your expectations before you go in. Uh, I went there, and I got to tell you, I really liked it. It was like nothing fancy. It's definitely got a sports bar vibe to it. There's several. So all that decor that was in Tin Dog is No, yeah. They basically gutted the whole place. They moved the bar further back. Uh, They added some, like, cool little, like, lounge area not in like a weird way but just like some interesting seating i think it still has a pool table it still feels like a dive bar but not one that frightens you (laughs) did did you make it to the patio i did make it to the patio it appears that they have darts on the patio they do have darts on the patio every time i drive by it's packed really yeah yeah Yeah, it's great i can't wait to check it out it's i'm I'm telling you, man, the South Side's kind of, it's kind of coming up, you know, like, I like it. there's Just a bunch of new stuff. There was the other the bar he talked about uh, that you went to. Never, right? never. Never, never. Yeah. And then you got. And this is just right up the street from that. Um, Lucky's Three Star Bar. Um, apparently it's co-owned by Jamie White of Pearl Diver. So there's definitely oh, nice, some expertise nice, involved nice. there. Uh, lots of local beers on tap, um, which is great. Um, Reasonable pricing. Very reasonable pricing and a pretty nice menu of food for bar food, like a lot of hot dogs, which, you know, you know, you can you can either phone it in with hot dogs or you can do something kind of interesting. And I feel like they're doing something interesting. And for myself, it's very interesting because they allow you to substitute a veggie dog for any of their offerings, which is a pretty simple thing to do, but most places don't do it. Yeah, true, true, true. So it's great. Um, They even have pizza that they offer as well, and they'll substitute vegan pepperoni on as a as a topping. So they're winning my heart for the yes. vibe yes. and the location and the affordability, and then also these like really nice options on food. So. Uh, Lucky's three star we'll bar, out. pretty pretty high on the recommendation list. Yeah. Awesome, nice. Well, I think uh, we need to move on and kind of wrap it up. Well, before we do that, what are you guys listening to? I mean, well, I'm, that's what I'm I was curious. about to. I thought that was segue into. I got to ask the question. Mickey uh, doesn't uh, have uh, anything oh. for the music portion, <laughs> so he wants to lead us into it. Oh. <laughs> I'm calling him out. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Uh, out. I appreciate that. And still. the reason I'm doing that is because I highly respect Mickey's choices in the music world, and I'm I'm sad. I'm personally <laughs> sad that I don't get to have a recommendation from you this oh, week. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. All right. okay. The next yeah. episode, yes. we are going to sit here in silence until you pick something. <laughs> I will absolutely have something. And I will not edit that silence. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, Michael. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend a local band, as I always do. Uh, this is a band called Total Wife. Total Wife. Total Wife. Interesting. They're basically kraut rock. With a little bit of psych rock thrown in, and that it's it's really been making it for me. It's really been working mm-hmm. for I me. Like it. Um, I, they I have like an, that. They have a full length album that they released back in January called "To Make Sound," but they released a new single in May that's called uh, "Reveal Sky," and it is super trippy. Like yeah. uh, the song kind of takes on two different personas. Where like the first half of it feels droney and kraut rocky mm-hmm. little you know little mm-hmm. spacey and then it just switches completely halfway through into this like 
going into outer space, like keyboards, way more upbeat. And they made it work. Like, generally, that yeah, could feel I, pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, I, don't, I don't take you as a, a psych rock guy, typically. What, what, but Things are changing, man. Yeah. I, I like yeah, 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 yeah. Things are changing. Uh, I just, I, I really love that it's coming out of Nashville, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the album a whole lot. This new single was super uh, entertaining as well. And so I'm, I'm recommending Total Wife. As my recommendation. Right. We will check them out. And so how can you... Well, that's going to be linked in the episode description, and you can okay. find them on Bandcamp and all, all right. streaming services. <laughs> Great. So do they have any music that you can purchase like at record stores or... You know, Matt, it... I don't know. All right. I don't know. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll go to Bandcamp. I don't know if there's an LP, if that's what you're asking. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm asking. <laughs> you're just talking about the single. Yeah. Okay. You know, I live in a digital world. Man. I know. Try to hold on to that physical thing. I love it so much. Yeah. I just can't help it. I there know. may be an LP of their yeah. album that okay. came out in January. I'm not sure. All right. Great. All right. Well, I know you will be shocked and disappointed with my recommendation because it has nothing to do with crazy jazz. Oh, <sighs> man. We, As, we, you're our go-to guy for that, man. No freak outs. Man, whatever it is, I can't wait. No... Yeah. Crazy instrumentation. Okay. It was a thing I was going to talk about last time that I got sidetracked from mm. Mac Blackout uh, from his uh, album cover that I talked about him last time. And he is, yeah, crazy jazz freak out and awesome. Anyway, the band I was going to talk about was Lithics. And they are on Trouble. Well, their newest record came out on Trouble in Mind last year it's called tower of age have you heard that band dry cleaning they've been getting a lot of press uh, recently. absolutely 100 um, percent. and yeah, down they're into that uh kind of like them except uh so it's a female singer very uh wordy and just very taut kind of deconstruction punk post-punk uh, this is what music. I come here for. <laughs> yeah, and, that, that's what? yeah, and, yeah. and I, I love it because it, yeah. it, it's it's not they'll go from you think they're going in one direction with a melody and they'll stop it right there and they'll just go on to something else immediately and it kind of takes you for a whirl for a minute and the interplay of the uh, the guitar is very clean guitars like a la kind of Gang of Forest or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. So I will say this music is definitely not for everyone. Uh, but your previous recommendations have been. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. So, check it out. Um, I'd say so, uh, so, yeah. So, no, I, the, it, it's great. I mean, but if you're going uh, into this record looking, looking for hooks or looking for melody, you're not going to find them. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But it is very cool interesting music taught post-punk sold yeah yeah yeah, yeah. as always matt meeks sold on your recommendation <laughs> i'm not even kidding like they've all been good that is, i'm very excited to listen to this yeah, yeah. good cool. good very yeah cool. they have a, uh, i think three records out uh tower ages they got a physical media they do okay they do they have a couple uh records you can purchase Bandcamp. Right. Band they on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. yeah that's where i got one of the records all right but well, i went to grimy's for their other record all right cool. we will link them up yeah. in the uh episode description for anyone who wants to check them out all right well that will do it for us so uh, go check out some shapeshifter lovebird type beers 
go to Smeraldo's. <laughs> Smeraldo's, go to check it out. See what it's about. And, and Eastwood Deli Company. I'll Definitely do it. Do it. HS Bagels, I'll check it out and tell you about them next time. Until next time, remember, <laughs> eat up, drink up, and if anybody asks, this is the place to be. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>